I got nine quick ones to squeeze in here, if you don't mind. It's up to Rob. Okay. I'm just kidding. Hey, back to that meeting then in March. Kevin, at that point, how much did you know about what Baker had accomplished or didn't accomplish last season? Like, what was your, you know, familiarity with what he went through? And did he convey any of the disappointments from last season to you? When you spend as much time as you spend with somebody, you know, in, in a day like that, you, you cover all the bases. Um, but I just will tell you, from that moment till now, uh, I, I see a very committed football player uh, who's ready to lead, who's, who's excited to, to play. Um, but I just, I go back to, I, I think Baker's a really good teammate. I think he really understands his teammates. I think his teammates uh, want to play hard for him. Um, and I, that just goes back to that thing he's got that nobody can put a finger on and, and that, that the quarterback position has to have. you got to have it. you got to make sure that you're bringing your guys along. I mentioned earlier the number one job of a quarterback is to make the guys around you play better. And, and there's a bunch of different ways to do that. It's like the point guard on a basketball team. I just think Baker uh, has embraced all of that from the moment he and I have uh, got to know each other. You're listening to Straight Note Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious7. My Dogs by Nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7 and you're listening to Straight Note Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. Right now, I'm looking forward to the 14th of August where we'll get to have some up-close and personal video coming out of the Browns training camp. But until then, we're left with the virtual. The Browns have addressed uh, the guard depth issues by adding Jovan Fair, a 6'2", 310-pound rookie out of Temple, as well as Michael Dunn, who's been with the Dolphins and also did a stint in the XFL. In any case, we're going to keep an eye on them and see how they affect the Browns' depth on the offensive line. Today on Straight No Chaser, we have a return visit from a guest who is here as a part of the symposium that was hosted earlier this year. He is the co-host of the Danger Zone podcast, a season ticket holder, and a die-hard Browns fan. I want to welcome Josh Thornhill to Dogs by Nature Radio. Hey, how we doing? It's Josh from the Danger Zone. Josh, it is truly a pleasure to have you back on the program. Uh, by the way, Josh can be found at the Danger Zone, spelled with a six for a G, on Twitter. So, with the pleasantries aside, let's get into the discussion. How was your Browns offseason in general? Are you feeling the excitement yet for the upcoming 2020 season? It's been a pretty interesting Browns offseason, <laughs> to say the least, I guess. Um, We all know what's going on around us with the global pandemic. Uh, We've seen sports stop and start, uh, look differently, um, but we have yet yet to see the NFL kickoff. So, um, you know, the Browns have had to go through, well, all teams, but Browns in specific had to go through the virtual offseason this year, Um, you know, limited uh, actual face-to-face time in terms of in-person um, you know, you have to think that made it a little more difficult on a team who has new coaches across the board, new front office staff, they're implementing a new system. Um, but on the surface, it seems like they made the most of it. Um, so 
it's been interesting to say the least. Like I said, that doesn't really take away from the excitement I have though, for this upcoming season. Um, a lot is riding, uh, on the success of this team this year. Um, a lot of, you know, people's careers are riding on this year. Um, and by all means, this team should perform well. Uh, we all talk about the talent they have on, on paper. Um, you know, let's hope that the Stefanski and, and company are the ones to bring that together uh, and ultimately roll out a successful 2020 campaign. I have to admit that the closer the season gets to becoming a reality, the more excited I am to see what 2020 has in store for us as Cleveland fans. And you are right about Kevin Stefanski. I love the tone that he's taken and the way he's leading and what is essentially the honeymoon phase of our relationship with Coach Kevsky. Uh, but we are well past the honeymoon phase with Baker Mayfield. Have you seen the photos of Baker Mayfield? Who is the real Baker Mayfield? How do you feel that he's going to perform this year? And how do you think he measures up to his peers in the AFC North? I have seen photos of Baker. Um, I guess I guess the public outcry of his physical appearance did not fall on deaf ears. Uh, look, it's Baker put on that weight the previous year, uh, supposedly because he was asked to. They wanted to beef him up so he could withstand the rigors of a 16-game season. Um, it worked. He played all 16 games, and you know how many times we can uh, say that in Browns quarterback history. Um, he did slim up this year and that's all fine and dandy. I mean, I, you know, I hope it translates into better pocket movement, you know, being a little more nimble. Um, I think ultimately his performance though is, is not going to be tied to his, his weight, the 10 or 15 pounds, whatever, you know, that he dropped. Uh, it's going to be tied to how well he picks up the fancy system, you know, working on that footwork, uh, like he's been doing with Van Pelt. Um, and just the, the level of dedication he has and what he puts into it. That's really what I feel will determine his success. Um, and he, look, he's got, he's got a tall task ahead of him. He's, you know, he's got a couple good quarterbacks in this division alone, you know, with Lamar Jackson. And if uh, Ben Roethlisberger can get back to you know, somewhat of the form he was in his past, Burrow's a question mark. I know a lot of people are hyped on him right now. I'm not completely buying into that yet. Um, but, Baker's got a tall order here in terms of competing in the AFC North and then even league wide, there's, there's good quarterback play out there. Uh, so he's got, uh, he's got some work cut out for him, but I think he's up to the task. Um, and I feel like at least right now that, uh, he's got the right guys leading him. I certainly hope that these are the right guys to lead Baker Mayfield in his maturation process. They're certainly the least experienced again within the division. Where does Baker fit in against his AFC North peers? That's a really interesting question to me. He's competing with the number one ranked player in the league, a second number one pick in the draft, and an aging number seven who happens to be a two-time NFL champion. Exactly where does he fit here? We'll be back with more about Baker Mayfield and the performance of this offense after a quick break you're listening to straight no chaser on dogs by nature radio i'm your host alonia seven we'll be right back mayfield throws he's got landry 
Welcome back to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. I am your host, Thelonious Seven, here with Josh Thornhill of the Danger Zone podcast. Josh, I'm very excited for this offense because of the talent on the field. We're entering another offseason with yet another new offensive coordinator. Will this offense be able to reach its full potential and just how good do you think the offensive unit can be? Yeah, so like I said about the offense when I was talking about Baker, um, you're not going to find too many teams with the level of playing ability at each position. And I'm talking most all positions, sub the linebacker core um, and safety, you know, have pro bowlers in those positions. Some positions have multiple pro bowlers in those positions. Um, so needless to say, the talent is there. It's rec- still recognized nationally. You know, our level of talent uh, being ranked as high as second in overall talent in terms of, you know, total roster. Um, look, they're, they're fighting the same thing, though. All this new, all this new with Stefanski and the system and getting to know these guys and building that chemistry. Um, it's going to be tough. You know, this training camp is pivotal. We talked about that. Uh, it's going to be tough for this team because they have to cram in so much um, and the potential's through the roof with this team. I mean, the, the sky is the limit. Uh, it's all going to be, again, on the dedication of the players, the commitment, and then the guys leading them, and that's that's this coaching staff. Um, you could see a Browns team very easily, uh, if, if things click the way they should, very easily make a push for a playoff spot, and not only that, but uh, go deep into the playoffs. Um, territory we've never really been in, um, so it's easy for me to sit here and say that, but uh, the sky's really the limit, like I said, and I'm, I'm really excited to see this team take the field and watch that football start flying around. <laughs> you and me both. August 14th, just a few days away from the Browns releasing video of their practices. I'm so excited to see this. I wonder if you had a chance to think about Joe Woods as the defensive coordinator for this team. Do you think the linebackers' youth will be a problem, or could it possibly be a strength for this team? Joe Woods is an interesting piece because he's not talked about a lot right now. A lot of the tension is put on the offense, uh, and rightfully so. The NFL is an offensive league, but uh, he's got a lot of work to do there on defense, too, in terms of getting his system implemented he's got a lot of youth on that side of the ball um his linebacker core you know is a question mark um he does have this at least he has the defensive line this at least the starting defensive line that he has and he's got a couple damn good corners and uh greedy williams and denzel ward um so Although he does have his work cut out for him, he does have some staples to be able, some good pieces to be able to work with, um, you know, some conduits to help push that system and get these guys, you know, rolling along there. Um, I don't know ultimately if this unit will turn out to be the strength of the team. Um, I wouldn't say that's a hot take, but uh, it's a possibility. I, I'm my chips are all in on on the offensive side of the ball, though, um, in terms of being you know the strongest unit on the team. Um, so we'll see. I'm excited to see what Woods does as DC. Um, we've all seen some of the defensive coordinators we've had on this team, you know, in the past. 
uh, it's been interesting. So uh, let's hope he can bring a new level of play that uh, we really haven't seen too often on Cleveland Browns defensive football. You're absolutely right. Uh, With so much change in this organization and really so much change in the world in general, the acquisition of Joe Woods has really slipped through the cracks. I think that Joe Woods is going to be an incredibly important piece of what the Browns are building going forward. I hope that he's going to be able to construct a complementary defense to what this offense is doing. Uh, That it balances in some ways the importance of being stout as well as being opportunistic. I think the defensive line is going to be the dominant force in that unit, and it really remains to be seen how much that youth is going to affect the play of the linebacking core. Well, before we wrap things up, I wanted to ask you one final question. What are the chances that the 2020 season is completed as scheduled? If it was you as a player, would you roll the dice or would you be opting out? It's tough with this season right now. Um, You know, you have problems going on with the MLB um, and their ability to contain uh, the the viral outbreaks. Um, You know, I just heard some rumblings today that college football may be heading down the the path of cancellation. Um, The NBA has seemingly done it right, along with the NHL, in terms of, you know, being able to be in a bubble. Um, I'm leaning more towards this season happening and in its entirety. Um, I, I've talked about this before, and I think a lot is kind of hinging on a vaccine. Um, at least that's what you know we've been fed from the beginning in terms of moving on and getting things more back to normal. It was all dependent on a vaccine. And it sounds like that we're getting close to some kind of release of one within a handful of months. Don't quote me. I'm by no means an expert. I just go by what I read. So... Um, I think a lot hinges on that. And if you can look to have one, you know, by Thanksgiving, I think that it really makes the chances of the season completing in its entirety jump from, you know, where I'm at at about 80 or 90 percent to close to 100. Um, Now, the viability matters in terms of that vaccine, but we'll see where that takes us. Um, If I was a player, I would definitely play football. And that's. That's not just the selfish side of me uh, speaking to that. Um, I mean, I I would treat it like a job. Right now, I'm going to work. You know, I get up every day. I go to work. I don't work with as many people as, you know, these players do. Um, my company only has, you know, in the build, building I'm in only has 35 people. Um, but those people are living in their own bubble, maybe. So the risk is still there. And I get up and go to work every day. Um so yeah, if I was if I was a player, I'd roll the dice on that one for sure. Uh, there's a lot of money to be had. Um, the little bit of uh, cushion that they were allowing with the opt-out is not much, and you're just borrowing it from future checks anyway. Um, definitely rolling the dice. Well, Josh, that was a very thoughtful answer on a pretty difficult question. I'm still not sure what I would do in this situation of the players face right now. But if the game was going on, I would definitely want to be a part of it. I'm going to go on record as saying as I think the year is going to play out as scheduled. We're going to have to see, of course. Well, Josh, thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to join us here at Straight Note Chaser. Uh, Do you have any parting thoughts for our audience? Overall, man, I'm really excited to see this team play, like I said. Um, 
we have a bad taste in our mouth from last year and that needs washed out and it needs washed out in a hurry. Uh, this season can't start soon enough. Um, you know, I, I kept saying, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ride the hype train this year. I've started to, <laughs> it's not as bad as last year, but, uh, and I'm guilty as charged. It happens to me every year. I'm a Browns fan. You know, it's like, what do you want from me? <laughs> um, but overall, I'm really excited uh, to get this thing kicked off because I this team has a shot. It has a shot of, of being historically good, like course changing for this franchise. If these pieces can come together. Um, and as I spoke to before, it relies on the commitment level of the players and the ability to lead from the coaching staff. And right now, both seem good. Uh, so that's only fueling my excitement even more. Um, yeah, it can't get here quick enough, bud. And that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna leave with on that one. Excellent job, bro. Thank you so much for being here. Once again, you were listening to our guest Joshua Thornhill from the Danger Zone podcast. He can be found at the Danger Zone, spelled with a six for a G. <laughs> Well, this show is Straight No Chaser. I am your host, Thelonious7, on Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care. And Josh, you can take us out. Hey, I want to thank you for having me, man. It was a lot of fun. And uh, as I usually do with ending my show, go Browns. <laughs>